I'm using the bottom half of a laptop from 10 years ago because 10 years ago I had this laptop and uh, the screen got busted and everything got weird with it. Nobody ever fixed the screen. Asus was refused to fix it because it was like a known problem they had. Um, it I got it back eventually, but it, I only had the bottom half. And so this bottom half of the laptop is what um, Gunhouse was ported to switch on. And pretty much any time <laughs> anything goes south... I just pull out this half of a laptop that only works with my mobile hub connection for internet. And, uh, like, so I'm, I'm like on a mobile hotspot and it's ridiculous, but it's working though. It's that's, working. It's that's functional like ghetto in the good way. Like the ghetto MacGyver. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, that. I need to do a couple of things like, for example, install audacity. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. What an episode. What happened? Uh, well, uh, Tim had a, special guest for us who i tailored the entire show for then brandon's laptop got stolen right and then tim's guest canceled okay and uh then tim canceled oh and uh fortunately ash was able to jump in at the last minute and uh we might be able to get a stew going here okay all right good took me a second to to internalize what you meant by a stew a stew it was like a who's stew yeah. <laughs> S-T-E-W, yes. Gotcha. <laughs> Got it. Code's getting blasted off cooler beers on the tennis court again, so it's time for Insert Credit. This is episode 264 of the only video game podcast with an array of topics curated to surprise, delight, and vex you, interspersed with the sounds of a horrible buzzer. I'm Alex Jaffe, and I would say the video gamiest Muppet is Lou Zealand, the one who wears an Elizabethan ruffle collar and throws fish like boomerangs. Wow. Uh, my name is Frank Zafaldi, and I think the video gamingest Muppet. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about Muppets. I don't have a good internal database. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like Kermit, Miss Piggy, Grover, Animal. Grover counts. Grover. Oh, Grover's. Oh, Sesame Street. Right. Okay. Sesame yeah. Street. I, I, have a, I have a really good internal. Um, uh, Snuffleupagus can turn invisible. Probably. It seems like a video game mechanic. Oh yeah. Stealth guy. Yeah. There we go. Uh, oh yeah, I'm Brandon Sheffield. Um, <laughs> I, I was trying to think about. I, I realized I was thinking about this the wrong way. I was thinking about the gamerist, not the not the video gameiest. Um, so wait, uh, so based on the prompt, you feel that gamers throw projectiles? Is that sometimes? Maybe I wasn't paying. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was in another world. Let us know in the forums if you're a gamer and you throw a projectile. I'm, I'm gonna. Well, you know, they they throw like you throw your controller when you're mad, right? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it still fits. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, no, I'm gonna say the video gamest gamiest one is uh, is is probably Animal because he's all he's all destroying of things and smashy smashy and oh uh, sure he could, he could be in a rhythm game no problem. That's a very satisfactory answer. Joining us this week is the official insert credit horned correspondent Ash <laughs> Parrish. <laughs> Hi, glad to be back. Um, the video gamiest Muppet, um, I'm going to go with the gamer definition, is Oscar the Grouch because he's mean and he lives in a trash can and he hates everybody. Oh, yeah, which is exactly. <laughs> Good call. For that, I was going to go with Big Bird because he's always moping and like being like, but why? And uh, <laughs> oh, his gamer style. I, I want you to know that. When I was trying to visualize him going, but why? Like in an actual scenario, it was the heart wrenching episode after Jim Henson uh, yeah. died, and then we all and then we all laughed. Mr. Cooper. God. Oh yeah, Mr. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Cooper. Mr. Yeah. Cooper died. Yeah. 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 Mr. Yes. Cooper. Mr. Cooper was a different show. That, but that was a show. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Hanging with Mr. Cooper is not part of the Muppet. That's verse. right. Uh, well. Here's the situation, folks. Our previously booked guest, who I tailored this entire episode to, canceled. At nearly the last minute, Brandon's laptop got stolen, so it looked like he wasn't going to be able to make it. Frank is between deadlines, so he can only be here for an hour. Frank tried to cancel, yeah. but wasn't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> because of the arrangement we have. That uh, we'll, we'll, we'll elucidate that at a future time. Ash was able to join us at the very last minute because she's true family. And <laughs> that all came together just in time for Tim to cancel. Uh, so I've had to shuffle some things around. And here's my opening question for you. Is Mario Italian? 
<laughs> well, it's. Mm. I, I guess Nintendo has just now said that he's not a plumber anymore. Wait, they said that? That I I saw a headline that said that. That I didn't read the article. Ash, uh, did you read the article? Did you write the article? <laughs> no, no, no. I did not do any of that stuff. Okay. I keep getting emails in my inbox from like some PR company trying to get me to write a piece about how much money Mario would make as a plumber. And it's like apparently like short of 50 grand. And I'm like, I think plumbers make more than that. But whatever. I Stop emailing me, please. Unions, baby. I love that stupid company because they're, it, they're like, they run a uh, like an online Yahtzee <laughs> game. And and then they do these like incredibly stupid analytics that are based on Google searches. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean Yahtzee like the dice game or Yahtzee like the critic? The dice game. And All right, that's slightly less stupid. They just well, it's equally irrelevant to <laughs> having accurate statistics about yeah. important gamer news. Um, but I love that they, they just mail and they keep being like, please, please write about this. And I did make a couple viral tweets about some of their stupid stats in the past, <laughs> but I just stopped doing it because it's all so dumb and because their, their data is nothing. Anyway, is he Italian? Um, I don't know. I watched that trailer and, um, sometimes it's Chris Pratt doing like, his one New York-ish accent that he can do. But then there's a couple times where he's like, let's a go. And so I don't know. I don't know. Nintendo doesn't seem to care anymore. That seems less Italian and more like uh, looking at the, the audience and winking, you know? Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say that that trailer sucks. <laughs> like that the trailer is, you watch it and it's it's a very clear template. It's made for kids by people who do not respect the intelligent of intelligence of kids but then it also is full of references for the 40 year olds that will be taking their kids to it but it's just like a grab bag of that stuff i don't know it it's it's it really left a sour taste it fe- it feels it feels weirdly cynical which like what why should it be cynical just make make a fun movie they could they could have done I that i think but... it'll be fun that's probably visually cool. the trailer is incredible like i like visually all of the hallmarks are there and they look really good like oh okay i i i can jibe with this but like everything else about this except to the sole exclusion of whatever luigi and bowser got going on is <laughs> like morally corrupt and bankrupt but i was gonna say i can definitively say that mario is not italian he's english because bob hoskins is english mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. that's a good point yeah, I think that solves it for me. <laughs> well, wow. uh, so I, I am the child of, of, a, of a New York uh, uh, third generation Italian immigrant. Yeah. Um, so am I Italian? That's a good question. I think mm-hmm. you're English because of Bob Hoskins. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. he took he took y'all with him. You're Italian the same way Tony Soprano is Italian. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that episode when they went to Italy and they were posers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I have a I listened to a podcast called Pod Yourself a Gun and they just covered that episode. And apparently it's like one of um David Chase's like least liked episodes for some reason. I really liked the dream sequence episodes of The Sopranos, like when he threw vegetables at a giant frog. Wait. Oh yeah. That did- or like the talking dead fish also. No, okay, no, no. I'm fish. talking about like when he and Luigi and Toad and Peach went to that fairyland and started throwing vegetables at a giant frog. That I dream mean, I- episode. I just watched The Sopranos and that didn't happen. So like <laughs> That was a bit of a reach for me, I feel. <laughs> the talking no, fish wait did a happen minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, some it was originally part of a different show called Doki Doki Panic, but they refilmed it with Tony Soprano, and it was one of their most ambitious dream episodes. And I think it Doki really... Doki Pizza, Doki Doki Panini, exactly right. We got that. Doki. No, wait, Doki Doki Paisano. That's <laughs> Doki Doki Paisano. Thank you. Bada Bing. We got it. Mario is not Italian. We've solved it now and forever. So Chris Pratt is in the clear. Here's our next question. Comes from insert credit show editor Esper Quinn, who won last week's episode. Esper asks, if a game lets you start as a warrior, wizard, rogue, or cleric, which do you choose and why? Hmm. Usually a warrior for me. I just, it seems like that's what's meant to be the default when you're starting a new game. It's like you learn the ropes with the warrior and then you can kind of graduate to the more complicated guys. Yeah, it kind of depends on what sort of game it is. Like if it's, if it's an action oriented game, it's like, okay, clearly 
I want to hit buttons. And so I'm going to be the warrior. But sometimes like the priest is a paladin or whatever, and you can hit buttons and do magic and they're the in-between one. And if that's the case, then I tend to go for them, I would say. So this is highly dependent on whether or not these are characters that you can customize yourselves or come with presets. So like Mm -hmm. with Diablo, um, like they all have like, you look a certain way if you choose the monk or whatever. So this is going to be a very Ashley answer here. I'm going to go for whichever is black which burned the shit out of me when I played Diablo 3 because the witch doctor is terrible. Yeah, I'm going to say rogue and I'll tell you why I'm going to say rogue. I know I don't seem like a roguish person, but this is the reason I go rogue in this particular scenario. Okay, we're listening. In a game where you have these different classes with different abilities, what they do for the rogue is that there are these chests and these doors that you cannot unlock, that you Mm. cannot pass, Unless you are a rogue. And it is going to bother the hell out of me if there's like a door in this video game that I can't open, that I can't know what's behind it. And if the only way I can do that is by being a little sneaky guy, and I don't like being a little sneaky guy, but that's my (laughs) only option. If I have to open the door, that's what I'm going to do. Jeffy, I now have a question for you. Um, Has there ever, ever been anything good behind one of those doors? (sighs) Ah. Sometimes. I, not in my experience. Okay. Sometimes okay. there is. There, right. There's like a neat little thing. Because usually it's it's like, here's something that we put here so that you would use the rogue class. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's usually like, here's an empty room and uh, there's, there's uh, three gold. You know what the most important thing behind that door is? The knowledge of what is behind that door. The sense of completion. Exactly. Dang, you can't be playing any Skyrims, Jaffy. That's you, you. You'd be spend your whole life in there. I really can't. You can't play Skyrims because you don't get past like modding the shit out of your game. <laughs> you spend like nine hours installing mods and you know tweaking it to the exact like specificity, and then that is that is how you experience Skyrim. That's like the only way you engage with. Yeah, the you game. gotta have those infinite cheese wheels or whatever. It's too big. There are too many doors. I can't do it. Well, I play the priest in Kadash because yeah. uh, she has a flail and and it's the it's a long ranged weapon and it hits enemies going and coming back and uh, she's not as strong as the warrior but she hits twice and she's faster and and the flail's long and she's the only character with heal magic so like you could just beat the whole game with that character and uh, I think that playing as her in the early on days of my video game playing kind of gave me a a soft spot for the for the priesty type class despite my antipathy toward religion in general so it's uh that's 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 an interesting one that i'll have to unpack later i'm I'm, I'm gonna go pray about it (laughs) (laughs) we're moving along at a good clip i appreciate this we're getting we're getting stuff done we are checking things off. Here is our third question. There's a lot to get through on the agenda. I can, I can hear you scrambling. It's great. <laughs> Between the glitches in the new Pokemon games and the waves of DLC announced for Sonic Frontiers, there has been a lot of discussion about shipping an unfinished game. What does it mean for a video game to be finished? <laughs> no game's ever been finished. Right. <laughs> that is not a thing. Exactly. <laughs> I've never worked on a product where I'm like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> That's good. We don't need to do anything else. Everything goes out unfinished. But eventually you stop. So I think it's the ge- the video game is finished when you can no longer afford to work on it or when there's no incentive for that to happen anymore. So games do game development does stop sort of at some point unless you do like a remake. <laughs> um but yeah, when is it finished? Like we we made Gunsport and then we remade Gunsport and then we put Gunsport out and now we are basically version 1.5ing it with hypergun sport and is there more we could do yeah but am i tired of it yeah so i would say it's finished if that makes sense unless someone gives us a bunch of money to do something else then it's it's done maybe that's when it's finished when everybody's tired of it does that make does that make sense uh it does but i mean it does nothing to address the people who say these games that ship with glitches or with content that was meant to be included but wasn't come out unfinished it's one of those things where it's like it's 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 a systemic problem where yeah hmm. where the reason that uh pokemon shipped was because it had to be ready for holiday uh did anybody in there think it was ready i don't know um but they had to do it and so i think that perhaps the version the 
The vision of finished enough to put out is do you need to make money on it right now as a developer? And that's it. Because there's always stuff that people are going to want to put in. But with Sonic Frontiers, like, I feel like they were really sure that they had it all together because they they were talking a big game about it. They focus Mm -hmm. tested it for like a year and a half before it came out and a full year before they announced it. And they were like, yeah, these little weird little squiggles we put in the sky, those are perfect. You know, like they 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 wanted those. Wait, did we haven't talked about this game on this show? Did you play it? Uh, I I have been, <laughs> in addition to other things that have happened, I've been waiting to recover from a wrist injury, so I have not I have ah. not I've not yet played. Yeah, any it's too fa- too fast for a for a lame wrist. Yeah, too fast and too furious. Yeah. I think this question was for me. Go for it, Ash. <laughs> this is for the for the resident um, Sonic lover. Actually, um, me and Sonic actually uh, broke up recently. I heard about um, this. It was because, yeah, it was because of Sonic Frontiers, and you know that that game really hurt me. And we decided it was best for our relationship and you know our children if we like take a step back and take a break from each other for a while. So it's been oh, really go on. Hard. I want to hear this. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what, what, what's up? What happened? What happened? <laughs> Sonic Frontiers, man, I bought that game. I bought into that game so hard. Like I saw it at Summer Games Fest. Like it was, and the the, the funny thing is just that Sega did not patently did not want you to talk about the things that I knew would be attractive to Sonic fans. Like there's a portion of the game that's not like the open world part where you go and you do these like levels that are like reminiscent of like green hill and yeah, like chemical. cyber missions or whatever Wait, they didn't want you to talk about the sonic levels that are in the sonic game like the original embargo for like the preview at summer games fest and then Got with it. the review for the actual game they're like don't talk about this stuff like we want to preserve some mystery or whatever and i'm like no because this is the thing that sells sonic games right like the open world stuff is fun and it is fun to a point but the thing that gets sonic fans like me like hyped to shit is like okay we want the kind of like old school platforming maybe rendered in 3d like i'm i'm more of a 2d girl so i'm never going to be happy until they release sonic mania 2 or whatever but like we want to see never gonna happen yeah, I know, right? Can can so we get we, the the prices right? Like like bad sound, right? There? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So like Sonic Frontiers is, oh, God, that game broke my heart. Like it broke me, like in my soul. And I don't say that lightly. And I don't say that lightly about Sonic, right? But there are just points in this game that are just so frustrating that it's like I don't I didn't want to touch a freaking video game after I got done with wow. Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. Wow. It was that bad because the way that it's like designed and put together and some of the arbitrary decisions that were made that actually don't even really have anything to do with glitches like are just so terrible that I like hated video games for a week after I got done playing it. Like it was a chore. And I was like, I, I literally, I have never ever done this in any game that has like been bad. I literally like started crying because I was so frustrated with this game that I desperately wanted to like and desperately needed to finish to write a review for it. But like, there's this moment where like, and, and the, the actual like game itself, like with the characters and the writing and the acting, whatever, it's really cute. Like tongue in cheek, like references to Sonic's past and stuff like that. It's cute stuff. And there's this moment where you have to play pinball and you have to get like 5 million points and you have three lives to do it. And they get, progression behind it so you cannot advance unless you beat this arbitrary you got you got stuck on the stupid pinball part oh yeah i did did. because um, i'm not a pinball person there's no like tilt function and you only have three lives and you have to and you slowly build up your modifier and by the time and and the thing is the modifier like you know most of the time it's in a really easy spot but then once in a while it's just right behind the like gutter and it's like even for pinball pros that's kind of a hard shot So it's really, that part's really stupid. By the time you get to a multiplier where you're actually making a dent in the 5 million points that you need, you're you're down to your last life. And then you start over and your multiplier resets. It's bullshit. And it took me like an hour. And I had to have my husband do it, which is a terrible thing to admit as a female gamer. But like he was like tired and frustrated with me doing this. So he's like, step step aside, woman, I'll do it. And he actually oh, did it on the first try, the son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then he, there's like, after you get the 5 million points, you have to like hit a, a button or whatever. And he died before he hit that button. You no. know, his last life. So you had to do it over again. It's so fucking stupid. I cried. That wasn't that the moment that made me. Or did no. You cr- okay. So like 
the the last island uh the the final yeah. island and you get there and there's this like the caterpillar boss so this yeah. is the first time you're seeing the caterpillar boss right and then and i like fight this thing over and over and over again and i finally get like a good groove like okay this is a new enemy i've understood like how it works i know how i can beat it so i'm in a good spot i haven't lost any rings i'm on the second phase it's about to die and i fall through the world like <laughs> i just fall through the world and i just quit the game. That's when I like broke down and wow. teared up because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like by that point I'm already fed up, and so I'm like, okay, um, this is a, a unique boss. Like the combat in Sonic Frontiers is freaking amazing. So I loved that part, and it was like, oh, okay, I'm getting back into this game again because the things that it does well, it does really well. And then just I fall through the world, and I just like quit. Like I yeah. didn't, I, I just quit. I can feel I that eventually... feeling that you had. <laughs> I certainly yeah. experienced it. So, so yeah, that's my Sonic Frontiers. Like, me and Sonic, we're on the outs right now. First of all, I can't believe we're reviewing a contemporary video game on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> second of all, we have just conclusively proven that, yes, video games can make you cry. That's right. That's oh, been a that's long true. point of debate yeah. on this show. Yeah, it was uh, EA asked that in 83 or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We finally figured it out. Okay, so Frank, um, your turn. I, 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 have, I haven't had a relationship with Sonic since the Dreamcast, <laughs> other than Mania. Mania doesn't count, right? Like Mania is not That's an aberration, yes. Right. Um so it's it's literally like Adventure One is the last Sonic game I really tried to play. So uh I don't know. I, I, I got this. Um all the previews and stuff, I thought it was really stupid. Like I, I didn't think I'd want to play it at all. Um but for it was just one of the, this most of my video game decisions are like, I don't know, I guess I'll get that. Um and that happens like once every four months. So that happened with Sonic. Played through the whole dang thing. It was fine, but um, the system designs are fine, right? The the maybe level designs are fine. The game design is really, really weird and bad in terms of like the numbers and mm-hmm. in terms of like things that you... So Ash was describing a Caterpillar boss. I've never seen that boss. You know why I've never seen that boss? Because you can just fish and beat the game. And that's what I did. <laughs> this true. is true. <laughs> And, that. and that's what I ended up doing at the latter half of the game. I'm like, I have so many of these fishing coins. Let me just buy all the bullshit. It just gives you so many. Yeah, let me just it gives you so many. It's let me just, just buy all the bullshit I need to unlock the other bullshit and just keep going because fuck this. I'm tired of this game. Yeah, that's how I beat the game. I just fished it. I just overfished uh, whatever that island was called. And I don't know. It was, it was fun to run around. I thought the stages were all right. Like it was fine. I didn't cry. I beat that pinball stage in I don't know twenty minutes and hated it. But because you're a cry. man, yeah, I'm a man. Yeah, I'm a you're man, a dude. I can beat it. I guess girls can't do pinball or math. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you did the math because you realized, oh, I can just fish. Yeah, so you did the math. <laughs> girls can um, do math. They can't do pinball. Uh, l- l- okay, my my bottom line with that game is uh, I played it for I don't know twenty five hours. I don't really remember much. <laughs> That's my review. that's just it just went right through that fishing thing is really interesting to me because it looks a lot to me like a band-aid for when like somebody at some point realized that some of the stuff was too hard and rather than fix it they were like "Uh, that's exactly what happened yes that's exactly what happened you you can just accomplish everything in that game by fishing yeah and and, uh ash i I do want to uh rant about what i hated about that game um, which is which is that every time you go to an island there's a very particular sequence of events that you need to follow exactly or the game kind of breaks um so it's like find your friend right and then it's like find keys to unlock the chaos emeralds right so right. you can get to a chaos emerald and it's like oh yeah it takes three keys to get this chaos emerald you have 17 keys because you went and played the levels because you were playing a sonic game and you thought it'd be fun to play some sonic but uh you didn't do it in the right order So you just can't do anything right now. And it just like leaves you stuck, like trying to figure out how to trigger the event where it's like, okay, you can get the yellow emerald now. That's interesting. That's never happened to me. That didn't happen to me. It happened every island because I explored first and then I like got when got keys. That's 100% going to happen to me because I'm always uh, doing the exploring for sure. Yep. Yep. So just do what the game tells you. No. You know how the Genesis games would deal with that? The instruction booklets would tell you it's a trap by Dr. Robotnik. That's right? true. That, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. You've fallen right into his trap, Frank. Uh, before we go into thinking. the break, I have a question for you. Okay. That makes sense. I'd like to ask, do you have any questions for me? Hmm. Let's see. I, I, a, a little more prep time. I might have. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I no, one. you don't. Um, let's see. Okay. What's, <laughs> your, what's your favorite Batman game? 
My favorite Batman game. I really like the – I have a lot of fondness for the Adventures of Batman and Robin game that came out on Sega yeah. with those Mondo backgrounds. Um, I love the soundtrack of the Batman NES game. But overall, I got to say that uh, that Arkham Knight, that's the mm-hmm. best Batman game because yeah, like it's one. the one that feels the most like being Batman. Arkham Knight, not Gotham Knight, right? No, not Gotham Knights. Yeah, Garth Arkham Knight. Arkham yeah. Knight. Arkham 3. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, I think that's my exact answer, other than I'd add the Super Nintendo uh, one based on the cartoon as well. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's fun. Okay, what's your favorite Superman game? Uh, my favorite Superman game is an iOS game that came out around Man mm. of Steel. Same. Oh, my God. We have the same taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love about that game, what's hilarious about that game, is that it, like, gives you points and like a score multiplier for cr- doing as much destruction to the city as possible that makes sense. like it so hilariously misses the point of superman that it's that it's just like the most revelatory of what man of steel was really about uh, depends on what you think of uh the the point of superman is i guess um, yeah yeah he's a big baby cop as far as i can tell so i think <laughs> well, well <laughs> you're wrong smashing everything seems right he's okay. a boy scout not a cop he's a fireman what's what's your least favorite batman game my least favorite batman game <laughs> uh uh as uh someone who gets money from dc comics i gotta say every batman game ever made is special in its own way and it has something interesting about it mm-hmm. and i don't have anything bad i can say okay. um i don't know that isometric one was kind of boring I, I, I couldn't get into it. There's no way that DC Comics cares about your opinion of Ocean's 1985 ZX Spectrum title, Batman. Exactly. That's the <laughs> one don't I don't care. like. That's the one I'm talking about. That one, th- to me, that one to me was not a fun time. We talk about that one a lot on here. As for like current Batman or DC games that are out right now, I have I have nothing to say about them. I have absolutely nothing to say about them. I don't have any yeah. opinions. Yeah. I have no yeah. opinions about any of the video games <laughs> that DC released this year. Okay, um, uh, what's your least favorite Mario? My least favorite Mario? Yep. Man, uh, honestly, couldn't get into Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, the, the water backpack mechanics never clicked with me. I don't like that game I know game people either. love them. Who's your least favorite insert credit guest? Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, uh, I would say I know who it is, but, uh, they'd get <laughs> mad if I said it. Okay. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> no, Frank said guest, so, oh, yeah, uh, you're right. disqualified. Yeah. What's your favorite Nintendo girl? My favorite Nintendo girl. Well, this goes back to a discussion that Ash and I had off mic <laughs> about a lightning round idea I had that I ultimately decided was too gross to do, where <laughs> I went to a pornography aggregator and tried to determine who the most popular characters are in video game porn, and eight out of ten of them were Nintendo girls. Whoa. And yeah, that was a, the other two are from Overwatch. That's, I can name like three, so that's yeah. really I'm kind of interested <laughs> in guessing, but uh, you don't let... <laughs> if you want want to guess we could is do that it. our lightning round uh, um it was gonna be but uh but ash thought it was too oh, yeah. easy ash is kind of cheating i think yeah yeah ash can't guess but i'll give yeah. you three guesses and see how many you can get right well samus uh samus is on there yes peach peach is on there yes uh who's the mayor of donk <laughs> <laughs> the mayor, oh, oh, uh, are you talking about pauline 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 is not on there that's strike one uh fire emblem uh, there are two fire emblems on the list. <laughs> Mayor of Dong. <laughs> is is Bowsette on there despite not being real? That's a good guess, but no. Dang. Not in the top ten. Well, that's that's my evening plans canceled. Is that a good joke? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good enough for this show. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the top ten from ten to one is number ten, Robin from Fire Emblem. Uh, uh-huh. Number nine is the Wii Fit Trainer. Uh, number Ooh, eight okay. is okay. Lucina from Fire Emblem. Okay. Number seven is Diva from Overwatch. Yeah, Six okay. is Palutena from Kid Icarus. Whoa. Big following. I don't even know who that is. I don't even. Yeah, same. <laughs> That's great. Uh, five is Tracer from Overwatch. And then you got Zelda, Samus, Peach, and a very surprising number one, Rosalina from Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, very, very popular. People, people do like Rosalina because uh, she has like a sassy haircut, uh, like idol animation or something. No, she, it's just big mommy vibes. I think it is worth noting that all eight of these girls are in Super Smash Brothers. So uh, there's clearly a lot of overlap between those two communities. I was mainly distressed when I when I tried to guess because i picked people like crystal 
from Star Fox and like Laura Croft, because those, if you had asked like 10 or even 20 years ago, that would have been like the top. Yeah. In the nineties. And I, yeah. And I'm like, Oh shit, I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) The porn has changed. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. People don't, people don't even care about crystal anymore, man. Uh, lots change. Uh, my favorite Nintendo girl. Um, I didn't know. Is it Rosalina? (laughs) <laughs> you know what i got I, i'm a man of the people i gotta say Rosalina. <laughs> yes i had my sexual awakening to the 2008 video game super mario galaxy <laughs> no but now i want you to answer for real that's exactly what that happened uh we are out of time uh okay. we'll be right back after a quick break <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up, Ash. <laughs> You're welcome. Funny episode we got going here. It's pretty good. Gonna be a good episode. Solid stuff. Welcome back to Intro Credit. Uh, I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm here with Frank Spaulding, Brandon Sheffield, and Ash Parrish, and I am here to ask you a question from the dirt bag. The dirt bag is the thing that we call the form where you, the listeners to this show, can submit your own questions, but only if you give us money. Uh, go to patreon.com slash insert credit, where for a nominal monthly fee, you can get access to this form, as well as monthly bonus episodes and other surprises and secrets. This week's question comes from Spencer Gifts, who asks, what is the best game with the worst graphics? And what is the worst game with the best graphics? I'm getting deja vu. Have we done this? We might have. First of all, I just want to say, I, every time Spencer Gifts comes up, I want them to be called Spencer Gifts. Um, yeah. Because I think that... <laughs> let's, let's pronounce it that way from now on. That, w- that would be a fun, like, Twitter handle from, from 10 years ago, to, to be like Spencer Gifts, because yeah that was good times in those days i thought you were saying spencer gifts like that store in the mall you're not oh no that's definitely that's what definitely it's what it is on. i just want it to be oh. i want to subvert it and have it be spencer gifs like like an animated gif and then uh yeah and then you put you put the you put your internet and your mall core together and that's a fun time for me anyhow i think we decided the best game with the worst graphics is defender Last time we did this, mm, but that I don't know if I agree with that. Anymore. I remember us bring up Defender. Yeah, that that feels right. I think that's what we determined. I don't know if yeah. I agree yeah. with that anymore. Best game with the worst graphics. I feel like I should have a better answer for this today, but do I? Worst yeah. game with the best graphics. Worst game with the best graphics and best game with the worst graphics. Almost any. Well, yeah, any game by uh, uh, a Frenchy McFrench director. Eric Chahi. David Cage. David Cage. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I was about to say Bioshock yeah. Infinite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. The, the other David Cage. No, yeah. I think Detroit Become Human might beat Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. It, as long as it's a David Cage joint, it counts. Yeah, yeah. Got good graphics. I have the graphics. Got good graphics. I do not like the gameplay. <laughs> it's like you are harassing a woman in real life. <laughs> oh, did you uh, Did you hear that uh, the baguette? Has entered the uh, the the what, what is it like the record of intangible treasures? UNESCO World Heritage thing. Yeah, yeah, but th- it's called an intangible treasure. And to me, I can touch a baguette. You know, it's a pretty tangible but treasure. Can you, as far as I'm <laughs> but can you explain why a baguette brings you joy? It's tasty. Like I think it's because of the very French je ne sais quoi about the baguette that like. Yeah, I I understand that. Oh, but so so this brings us back to um, Bioshock Infinite because that has Baguette Boy in it, doesn't it? Oh, the dancing child. It does have yeah. Baguette Boy, yes. And so uh, Baguette, yeah. So this is why probably Detroit Become Human is the worst game with the best bra- graphics because uh, Bioshock Infinite, for all its failures, does have- Still has Baguette Boy. A boy ba- yes. dancing around a pillar with a baguette. So it's got that going for it. It's still got that going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go defenders. At, we're gonna go defender and Detroit become human. The t- the double D's. Yeah. Uh, do we have any disputes with that? No. I feel like we could probably do better in defender, but I um, don't know if my brain. Are you gonna is say ready. pong? You want to say pong? Pong doesn't have bad graphics. Pong is perfect not graphics. A it's not a good yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that's that's where I was going with Defender. I'm not sure how good Defender is as a game to me anymore. Um, yeah, you want to say Asteroids? But it's hard maybe? to say what's what's bad graphics. Yeah, um, that's, right. I think Defender looks cool. Yeah, Defender does. Yeah, I look think that's cool. the other yeah. problem. So yeah, because bad isn't the same as basic. That's a good point. Yeah, I think bad graphics is like 
Man, I don't know. Like I was going to say Minesweeper, but Minesweeper has perfect graphics for what it's doing. It's 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 really got a good aesthetic and stuff. So I just uh, bad graphics to me at this point would have to be something that doesn't doesn't work. Like it's the um it's graphically corrupted and messed up. Okay, what if it's a text adventure, like a really good one, like like a Mind Forever Voyaging, and it's and it's run through an interpreter that has a really bad font. That's my that's my answer. Yeah, it's, it's it is a Mind Forever Voyaging through through with with, with <laughs> Comic Sans as the as the uh, yeah. or Wingdings or, or Papyrus. As, as, yeah, yeah, in your interpreter. Are a te- a good text adventure with an ugly font. I can accept that. I'd probably play it in Papyrus, though. Actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. To, to, to bring the conversation for those of the listeners who do not have any fucking idea what you guys are talking about because they play games in the modern age. Weird. I'd say, <laughs> Weird. Sorry. This always happens whenever I'm a guest. You guys talk about like some esoteric game that I've never heard from on a system I have never heard from. Welcome to back learn. to Insert Credit. I know, right? Yeah. But I get to learn something, which is why I enjoy coming on here but i will say for the modern audiences who are listening hi how you doing i'm ash parish you can catch me at the verge the best game with the worst graphics currently is marvel's midnight suns huh okay it's giving very like frostbite engine dragon age 2 mm-hmm. vibes because even playing it on my decent pc i do like a like, dragon age 2 yeah even playing it on my pc it's like this is not good for a modern video game and like the textures people's skins look so smooth and plasticky it's just like it's not great but everything else about that game is superb and there is a review forthcoming so check it out check it out uh well it's time for a return to my favorite segment on this show violence island Yeah. We are well into uh, yeah. season two right now. This is our mid-season at this point, I believe. Uh, this is where we solicit who would win in a fight matches on forums.insertcredit.com. We take four of them, determine the winners of those fights, and pitch the winners of those fights against each other until there's one champion who is banned from the island until the end of the season, where we uh, have a tournament of champions and declare the winner. Uh, that's how it goes, and you can get into it by going to forums.insertcredit.com. Uh, here are the four matches I have selected this month. Our first battle is Parappa the Rapper versus Paper Mario. Oh, because they're both flat guys. Yeah, they're both flat guys. Uh, Parappa can drive a car, uh, but pa- mm-hmm. what can Paper Mario do? Uh, he's got a hammer. He can jump. Yeah, He can level up. He can level up. Yeah, he can go grind. Yeah. Parappa can check and turn his signal to the well, right. Well, we don't actually know this. We 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 have, we have to establish more uh, violence island lore here, right? Are there grunt enemies that one could grind on? On violence. That's island? a very good question. Mm. Uh, what is the native? Uh, po- you know what? I'm going to say it's uninhabited because otherwise there could be uh, pretty big ramifications for particular power sets down the line. So That's I'm going to say That's true. Uh, I, I'm going to say there aren't like mob enemies. Yeah. There may be like grubs and like anything you would find on like an island with vegetation because it is like a it it is populated like kind of a dense jungle in places but mario would have to grind for years on those yeah it wouldn't be enough like these would be like barely level one enemies doesn't parappa have a gun does he (laughs) i doesn't is doesn't he like shoot a gun or wield a gun in that game also parappa knows (laughs) um kung fu he does know kung fu that's what i was going to mention he learned kung fu from an onion so yeah kick (laughs) punch it's all in the mind that's right uh, i i think parappa having a gun is fanon i don't think that's yeah I, I, real i don't think that's real life i gotta look this up though because i'm very curious about where this is coming from yeah um, oh you want to know like parappa the rapper had an anime i don't know how long it lasted and it was a while ago but the opening theme song to that anime is like one of the best opening things in all of anime history look it up it's really 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 fucking good it just makes you feel good about being a human like it feels i don't know it it makes you feel happy like look it up and listen to it it's really really good there's no doubt in my mind that parappa would devastate paper mario musically um (laughs) but that's not what's going on here yeah so i mean what is the kung fu defense against a a head stomp right like we see that he can do kung fu but like does he ever do kung fu on anybody do we know how good he is at it uh, well, my understanding of kung fu is that it's mostly about self-defense. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yes. 
So that's back to my question now. Is there is there a kung fu defense against a head stomp? I'm going to say no. I think there is. I'm going to say I, yes. I've watched so many movies. Okay. There, there is for sure. Um, okay. And, and one, of, one of them is strengthening your head. And then you break the guy's mm-hmm. feet with your own head. Um, anyway, uh, just to the Parappa point uh, with the weapons. Yeah. In um, PlayStation All-Stars, he has access to a whole host of weapons. And Messiah Matsura was really upset about it. Uh, so um, he does have acts. He does know how to use weapons. Anyway, if if weapons arrive, he knows how. I to guess use. technically, so does Mario. But I don't think Mitsuru would allow him to come here with. Oh, he, it's he's not the boss. Sony's the boss. So, mm. Sony owns Parappa. So the streets could use a new Parappa the Rapper game. It's been it's been pretty light for rhythm games that aren't just dance nowadays. Yep. So. We've discussed this quite recently on the show, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's totally, it's totally true. But anyway, I think I think Parappa wins because he knows Kung Fu. I would disagree because in Parappa's case, the kick punches all in the mind. But no, you, you watch him do <laughs> so it. It's not really dis- demonstrable in real life. I, I understand that, that, that conceptually that makes sense, but it is definitely demonstrated that the ability to do it is all in the mind. But that it is Paper Mario is taking out like these eldritch darkness villains and these big old dragons. He has a lot more combat experience Parappa's than Parappa. Yeah, I was gonna Parappa say all that is rendered car. moot because Parappa can just run him over with a car. Parappa can just run him over with a car. Par- Parappa can interact with 3D. Can Paper Mario? No. Yeah. Oh. Mm. There are 3D objects within Paper Mario. Mm. Are there? Are there really 3D objects in Paper Mario? Because every time I see him interact with a 3D object, like the 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 perspective switches, so it's still flat. So mm-hmm. I I don't necessarily believe All that right. he can do 3D. Just just saying. You gotta vote. Yeah, we gotta vote. I vote Parappa. Uh, Parappa, Parappas. Parappa. You lose, Jaffy. All right, Parappa, <laughs> it is. I'm the only holdout, but yeah, uh, I'm going to say Parappa hits Paper Mario with his car. Our next match is yeah. Soul Bad Guy versus Die Hardman. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. I, I'm actually pleased that I actually know who both these people are. Oh, great. I am looking them both up right now. I know who they are, uh, but I think Soul Bad Guy wins. He's 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 kind of like our god-tier character in this case, in my opinion. Um, Soul Bad Guy can do all kinds of stuff. Die Hard Man, is, he's just like a, I don't know. Is he, is he, is he, I don't know. Someone else. He's Don McLean in a gimp mask. Yeah. Is who he is. I feel like the fact that Die Hard Man is a Kojima character would confer upon him abilities. Yeah, he's that got make some him... mysterious stuff, probably. Yeah, that, that, that would make him at least be on equal footing with Soul Bad Guy. Uh, on equal? I, I, don't I don't know about that. Maybe like a Ken, but a Soul Bad Guy? Soul Bad Guy. I, I, he's mm. pretty tough. He is tough, and I, but his name is like the fact that he is named Die Hard Man. Like Kojima is not subtle at all. So <laughs> the fact that he's named Die Hard Man means that there is something about him. Maybe that's something that we haven't quite seen yet. That there's a reason he's named that. Okay, because like like I said, Kojima is not subtle. Like, no, the guy's name is Porter Bridges. Yeah, I I mean I think I think he could fight Batman. He he could be like a street level brawler in that sense like i think he's like some kind of martial arts expert but soul bad guy is basically a superhero yeah he can do he can make fire happen and also if we're talking about subversion of paradigms or whatever uh soul bad guy despite being called bad guy is is um the the protagonist of guilty gear for quite some time right um so he's he's got some nuance going on i think it's i think it's still a bad guy because he can do fire um he has a lot of combat experience that we know about and die hard man's yeah. combat experience is something that we can infer can guess but we can only guess yeah so he's he's got a mystery but we definitely know that soul bad guy can um can can is guilty of at least a few gears <laughs> <laughs> he carries that guilt with him he carries that guilt yeah, he... you're gonna carry that weight soul bad guy okay so soul bad guy can do these things but die hard, man. Can he not die? So it's like, is it unstoppable force, immovable object? Oh, it's not here? die impossible, man. It's die hard, yeah. man. It's gonna okay. be difficult. Well, that also means that like when he dies, he dies really hard. It's like yeah, like, bloody bloody mess, perk and fallout hard. You know, it's just <laughs> we know that it, in at least some Guilty Gear games, Soul Bad Guy has a uh, an insta kill move. Um, in mm-hmm. in fact, in quite a lot of them, it's a complicated move to pull off. But if you do, it instantly kills your uh, opponent if it hits. And um, I mean, he might be dying real hard at that time. 
So, yeah, it's a good day to die hard. Yeah, uh, I- I'm giving it to Soul Bad Guy. What do you folks say? Yep, Soul Bad Guy for me. Hey, you're the boss. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, gonna I- say I'm hard. gonna hold out for die hard. All right. Man. Well, yeah. I think Soul Bad Guy wins. Uh, our next match <laughs> is Gene from God Hand versus Kazuma Kiryu. Oh goodness! No. Oh come on! They would just team up or something. That's what would happen. Yeah, yeah they would they fight. Would. Yeah, they would it's be a friends. shame to see them fight. Well, okay. I mean, that's a valid answer. Is that you put them together? What happens, right? Like that. So yeah. if they're teaming up, are, are are we all in agreement that they're going to team up and they're not one unit? I think so. Like, who who? Especially when you when you put these two together. Yeah. Like, like I just I just don't see them not teaming up because Gene is going to like Kiryu. He's going to be like, I like your style, and then and then they're going to have to like go raid a really tall tower together. And beat up a bunch of guys, and Kiryu's gonna be like, "You really got something," or whatever. Um, yeah, it's uh, they're gonna have a mutual respect by the end. Uh, we're gonna go on some side quests, maybe a little <laughs> bit of romance. They're gonna open up a hostess bar together. You're, so, Violence Island now has a tower full of enemies and side quests. No, later after they win this competition, after. yeah, <laughs> they're gonna do, go do that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that would be too much. Yeah, sorry. Real estate gurus open a hostess bar. <laughs> That's right. They're gonna solve uh, yeah. like street level problems of like sex workers. Yep. Deliver a yep. pizza. Yeah. I'm very charmed by this idea. I will allow Gene and Kazuma to uh, become a single this unit. This is the first time uh, we've done this. I think it makes sense. Yes, so. that is not true. <laughs> oh, who else did we absorb? Um, the the minions. Oh, that's right. Were and the rabbits by Kratos. Oh, okay. Sorry, the rabbits. <laughs> wait, the rabbits, the rabbits were controlled me? by Kratos last season. Yes. No, wait. Explain this. Uh, I will explain this. This is my idea. <laughs> um, I think that the rabbits have just never had a stern authority figure, and I think Kratos <laughs> looks at them and just goes, "Boy," and they just immediately are like, "Huh." And, and they do whatever he says. Yeah. They do their little dumb <laughs> and that's salute. that's how Kratos ended up winning season one of Violence Island. And he had infinite rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> Just the mental image of that is upsetting. It's great. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's why oh, we also, do we show. decided that rabbits are 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 not finite, right? They, yes. Yeah. We, we decided that rabbits are an infinite resource. That's how Kratos was able to win. Okay. I actually do have an answer to the, to the Gene versus Kazuma question. Okay. And the answer is Goro. Period. Oh, yeah. That's who wins the fight. Goro wins the fight. He just shows up as a third party, and the the other two are like, what what happened? What happened last night? I need to spend uh, an entire game piecing this together. I'm going to go with Gene and Kazuma team up, up. and they go go together into the next round. Our next match is Francis York Morgan versus Phoenix Wright. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Well... It's definitely... That's Morgan. It's, Morgan's violent. It's 100%. It. Francis York Morgan wins yeah. because he's violent. He will... Uh, but he's never been in a Marvel versus Capcom. No, but um, he has he has mowed through zombies with a weed whacker. Um, yes. Yeah, unlike Parappa, he does have a gun. He does have a gun. He uh, will kill people. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's unhinged. And and then you got, you got Phoenix Wright, who wants to follow the law all his attacks in marvel versus capcom are like i don't want to say they're non-violent because they are violent but they're like they're like funny they're like him him opening up his briefcase and papers come out or whatever. yeah they're accidentally violent. yeah so like if phoenix wins you can imagine in fiction that he won by accident yeah hmm. but i think francis york morgan doesn't kill him i think he he just beats him up shoots him in the i think legs. he shoots him in the head a lot and goes nice great wow what a good shot wow <laughs> okay yeah that's probably right and then he goes and collects some stars <laughs> off of his body yeah <laughs> Okay, I disagree. Well, he because... just like monologues about how much he loved to erase her head. All right, Ash, uh, Ash, Ash yeah. with the dissenting opinion, go. Okay. With, for two reasons. One, Francis York Morgan does not have access to Gumshoe or Miles Edgeworth. But you can't, you can't, you can't Francis pull York friends. Morgan does not have access to Mia Fey. Although Marvel vs. Capcom rules, maybe you have. Uh, the, yeah. Maybe you have some. And I think because Phoenix Wright is Phoenix Wright, the fact that he's got a competent prosecutor, a somewhat competent heart of gold detective, and a spirit medium on his side can defeat Francis York Morgan. I feel like Mia Fey would like transform into some like dead, I don't know, wife of Francis York Morgan and convince him to not do anything to her. But I think he would just shoot her in the head and go, great, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Nice shot. (laughs) 
it is very old established Violence Island precedent that you can't bring your friends to the fight unless that's like summoning is literally one of your powers. And also, I think that 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 Ash's scenario is basically the the Batman role where it's like he'll figure it out. You know, I don't I don't think I want that on Violence Island. No. Okay. Okay. Even then, even then, in the hierarchy of like, because Phoenix Wright is a lawyer, right? And Francis mm-hmm. York Morgan is a def, is an investigator. The for, the function of a lawyer is to interpret the evidence that the investigator okay. puts forth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're trying to say that. All right. Where are you going with this, counselor? Hierarchically speaking, <laughs> Phoenix Wright is like the the boss of Francis York Morgan, so he wins automatically. <laughs> just. <I> <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want Phoenix the to die. The Justice Department of the United States does not control Violence Island. They don't have <laughs> yeah. jurisdiction. We're in neutral waters. Uh, I tried. Yeah, you, you did try, and it was a valiant The answer effort. is, wow, great, nice shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, our semifinals. Parappa the Rapper versus Soul Bad Guy. Uh, Soul Bad Guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry, Parappa. Soul Bad Guy. Yeah. Fighting game characters are well established for their ability to destroy cars, and that's Parappa's biggest asset in this yeah, fight. Yeah, although Parappa has been in a fighting game, but nobody liked it. So. <laughs> that's true. It's not canon according to his creator, so yeah. we yeah. respect yeah. that. I- I'm going to respect that. Uh, we've got the uh, Gene and Kiryu Dream Team versus Francis York Morgan. Oh, uh, Gene and Kiryu. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Gene and sorry. Kiryu. sorry, York. What, what happens is they don't kill, again, they don't kill Francis York Morgan, and then later he comes back to help them i mean i'm this is just again in the fiction after this uh later later right. later <laughs> he comes back to 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 help them when they're on the top of the millennium tower and somebody has come down with a helicopter being like <laughs> i got you all figured out but then francis york morgan comes back and he's like actually i was helping you all along i like this he, he later becomes a friend of gene and kiryu right. in this uh yeah. post-violence island fiction we're developing i love it kiryu is just accumulating friends yeah because that's what kiryu does and what, yeah uh the question is will that be able to stand Against Soul Bad Guy. Yeah, it's a tough one. Soul Bad Guy is pretty, pretty godlike here. I wish I knew a little more about his character. I think they would be friends. They might be friends again. Wow, the team ups continue. Okay. This, I think, is where Gene unleashes the power of the God Hand. Right. I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah, he has to make a take a desperate final stand because Soul Bad Guy is um He's about to kill Kiryu. Yeah, he's about to kill Kiryu, he's all amped up. Kiryu's shirt is off, he's thrown it, but then unlike the rest <laughs> of the game where where we've been defeating enemies in, in like five hits, suddenly now, despite defeating Soul Bad Guy briefly in five hits, uh, a cutscene shows Kiryu getting completely destroyed and he's going <gasps> even though we were totally winning yeah and and that's when gene has to unleash the god hand yes yeah yeah to defend his lover that's right. yeah. absolutely yeah uh i think that's our canonical end to this episode of violence <laughs> island gene and kizuma kiryu they advance <laughs> to the tournament of champions together yeah. this is unprecedented yeah. uh I'm very happy with how that ended. <laughs> I have one more question before we go to the lightning round. Who or what is the gritty, the chaotic Philadelphia Flyers mascot of video games? That's a good question that I'm not sure I know the answer to at this present time. Gritty. So some kind of a weird chaos element character. And it should be oh, that guy. should be someone that despite not particularly exhibiting any of those qualities, people like hoist like communist, socialist, uh, social justice properties onto. They William Randolph hoist them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so something like... Blinks the time sweeper. Oh, Blinks. Blinks. Yeah. Blinks is an interesting Blinks choice. Blinks is gritty. Blinks hmm. is definitely um, a wild card. Uh, I don't know if he, he's if he's in popular culture enough. For... Okay, so the question isn't necessarily who is the gritty... I mean, it is, but like the sub question of that is like, who is the most communist socialist video game character? Yeah, okay. Hmm. Like that. And I don't know who that might be. Yeah. Outside of like, I don't know, Joseph Stalin showing up in uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert or some shit. Yeah, I feel like. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tim Curry's character from Command and Conquer Red (laughs) Alert. Space! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Tim Curry. Oh, man. Is it Tim Curry? <laughs> it might I be Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Tim Curry is the gritty I watched this movie games. that's called Doom Patrol or something, and it's it's like a it's a Nickelodeon kids post-apocalyptic straight to video. I promise that isn't Doom Patrol. It, whatever you're talking no, about. I was going to say Doom I, Patrol. Room Patrol it's, or something. It's Doom something. Um, anyway, Tim Curry is in it, and he's just having a blast in that movie. He's just... He's just full on command and conquering the whole time. And uh, I, I highly recommend if I can find the name of that movie that you that you view that. I think, yeah, I think Tim Curry. I think Tim Curry is a really good answer. All right. I'll go with it. Let's go into our lightning round. We are Doom running out of time It's called here. Doom Runners. So here's what we're going to do. I've grabbed a bunch of questions from the dirt bag because we are still interested in getting that backlog down. We're way behind. Uh, you're going to have 15 seconds to answer each of these questions. Here we go. Cold Pie asks, what is an Animal Crossing caliber joke about your own name? What's an Animal Crossing joke about a name? I forget. Uh, just like make a dumb pun about it. Oh, okay. Oh, like when you catch a fish? Like exactly. Goes great with mustard and ketchup. Yeah, yeah Frank. You got a Frank. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, Someone had to say something. We're out of time. Yeah, they, yeah we are out of time. That's correct. No, they, uh, 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 on brand Sheffield. No, you're out of time. You're out of time. You're out of time. No, 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 no. Yeso asks, what ride or attraction would you most like to add to Universal Japan Studios Super Nintendo World? Mm. Oh, the, the clear tubes. Shoot people through those pneumatic tubes. Oh, yeah, the pipes. Oh, yeah, that's good. I, yes. I want a dark ride that counts down the, the 10 most porn requested uh, <laughs> Nintendo characters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Uh, question three. Mox Bagel asks, what non-Nintendo game would make the best theme park, and where should it be located? The Last of Us, Florida. Oh, God. <laughs> That's good. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> Sean asks, what is the right amount of nostalgia in gaming? Two. None. Yeah, none. All right. Ski Bump, what game feels the most like being in a band? Is it, how is that not it's, Rock it's, Band? It is Rock Band. Yeah, it's got to be Rock Band. Come on. I mean, it could be. It could be Guitar Hero, but it's Rock Band. Yeah, this question is one of the oldest questions in the Dirt Bag because it's like, come on, it's Rock Band. It's predates Rock Band. Why, why are you <laughs> asking this? <laughs> yeah. It was an attempt at viral marketing by Armada. Yes. Yeah. EA came in, they're like, this is a good podcast. Before, yeah, before the first wave of the podcast, David asks, what game experience is best improved by cheat mode? Um, I was going to say uh, Turok has certain things that you can change in the cheap mode make Turok a little better, like uh, double jump really helps. Cause you... That's got to be the answer because we're out okay. of time. Uh, yep. <laughs> Nick Viterli asks, what is the best video game that you will never play again? God of War Ragnarok. Hmm. It's, it's too big, it's too long, I'll never do it again. But it was fucking fantastic. It's a good answer, and the only one we have time for. I'm ahead of you, I'm just never going to play it. Mobes asks, <laughs> if there was one added character in Smash Brothers that was based on a real person, one with importance to video games, who would it be? Simon Sura. Uh, no, the Fairchild guy, the guy who's on the Google Doodle right now. Oh, Jerry, Jerry Lawson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. It's a good answer. I don't see him as a fighter, but or sure. Or Miyamoto. Just All put right. Miyamoto's Wii in there. Sure. Uh, our next question is from the Beige Knight, who says, "What's the worst form of video game stolen valor?" What the hell does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, I don't know, like claiming to have done something you didn't do. Oh, whoever that Kong guy was, then Tommy Tallarico. No, it's, it's either yeah. Tommy Tallarico or that Ashley guy who's always posting things about uh, the history of Doom, and then ev after every single post, uh, John Romero is oh, coming God. back saying, "No, that is not what happened." This is what happened. <laughs> I have a photographic memory, and this is literally what happened. A Ashley's yeah. <laughs> constantly making claims, and then John Romero is like, "Nope, this, 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 this." Goodbye. All right. Our last question is from Jack O'Keefe, who asks, "Are video games theater?" Uh, yes. Theater rhythm is. It's high camp. Yeah, they're camp. Video games yeah, are camp. That's right. That's fair. I think you got it. Yep. You know what? Uh, I am tallying up the points here, and Ash, you are our winner this week. Congratulations. Nice. Fuck uh, yeah. You came on at the last minute, blew us all out of the water. Really appreciate it. Just an all time champ of a guest. And that's true. Uh, your reward is that you get to think of a question for next week. Don't tell it to us now. Take a week to think about it. I will do that. Uh, now, if anybody has anything they'd like to recommend, or plug from their personal projects. Now's the time to do that. Uh, I recommend the song Tough Boy by Tomcat, aka the opening theme for Fist of the North Star. It's really fun to listen to. It's a good recommendation. Yeah, and uh, and and uh, they have a full album as well that um, maybe not everybody knows about. And that album's pretty good. It, don't expect it all to be Tough Boy, but um, some of it is Tough Boy-esque. So 
give that a look. And then I'll recommend Doom Runners, the movie that I was just talking about and couldn't remember the name of, which has Tim Curry in it. It's not good. Um, so <laughs> don't go into it looking for that. But if you want to see Tim Curry go, whoa, whoa, he, I'm a bad man. My name's Dr. Cow. Uh, then you can, you can enjoy it on that level, which I did. Doom Runners is the name of a Nickelodeon movie and not like a PlayStation one game. A Nickelodeon movie from 1997. I'm sure there's also a game called Doom Runners, but, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, I, I can, I can imagine it's by, it's published by Crave. Mm-hmm. It's, it mm-hmm. costs like $30 to make. Yep. It's got like a rendered, really bad looking running guy on the front. And it's a, uh, yeah. I don't know, Metro 3D is involved somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank, you got any? Uh, No, I'm good. I'm I'm going to hope that our annual fundraiser drive has met its goal by the time this episode comes out. So don't Yeah, bother. I hope so too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't give Frank any money. <laughs> don't do <He> it. <laughs> well, I'm going to plug Frank's fundraiser anyway. Go donate to the Video Game History Foundation so they can keep the lights on. Nice. Um, Thank you, Ash. <laughs> Uh, I am really into the new Bleach uh, anime that just came out. Ooh, the Thousand Year War. Yeah, Ten Thousand Year Blood War or whatever. It's um, it's like if you like shonen shit, like we're you know dudes punching each other with cool powers. It's got all of that in like the first handful of episodes that I've seen. Should I watch that if I haven't watched Bleach? I never got into Bleach because I didn't like the character designs, and so I've just never interacted with it. Um, Don't watch Bleach, Brandon. You wouldn't like it. Eh. Uh, do watch One Piece. One Piece is the good one. I'm 140 no. episodes into One Piece. Know. I'm loving it. Reverse those <laughs> recommendations. Now. Uh, Jaffe is wrong in this. You should not watch One Piece. You should absolutely watch Bleach. I uh, I disagree. I, okay. I'm watching um, the first two episodes of both is what I'm going to do now. And, I'll, and then I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you know whether mom or dad uh, gets to keep custody of me. <laughs> I would be very interested to know which one you like based on the first two episodes, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to win that. We'll see. Mm, we'll see. But yeah, play Midnight Suns because it's great. It's like Marvel, if Marvel made uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and Marvel Snap is also good, and I guess my life is all Marvel content right now, which is actually really depressing when I say it out loud. Yeah, there's just yeah. nothing. It's hard to avoid that. Like, it's, it was a little frustrating to me to see people... They're like, oh, we're playing a new fun card game, but it's all Marvel stuff. And I just I can't. Yeah, Ash, I've been meaning to ask, who's Blue Marvel? Like, that's a character I've never heard of before, but he's like in every Marvel Snap screenshot I see. He's a black guy um, who gives all of your other characters like plus one. So he's like a pretty big staple in most decks. But yeah, I, I you know, I, I feel that way, too, about Marvel Snap. Like, oh, God, more Marvel shit. I have had enough. But Shit, when you do something really freaking good, you just can't really ignore it. And Marvel Snap is really freaking good. It's old Hearthstone, guys. And Hearthstone, at its inception, was a really good fucking game. And it works. I, I, you got to give credit where it's due. And it's definitely due there. Um, I know nothing about Blue Marvel. I've never heard of him before, before this game. But he's a great card and I have him in all of my decks. That doesn't answer my question, but it's the only one I'm going to get. I have some recommendations. I would like to recommend that if you're listening to this show in some format where you can subscribe to or view podcasts, I'm specifically talking about iTunes, guys. I don't say iTunes because Apple is an evil corporation, but I'm talking about iTunes. That's the one that's important. I know you have like some kind of some kind of moral problem with Apple, and that's fine. But if you want to help us, just download the Apple thing and leave us a review. And it'll really help us delete it right after. Uh, that's that's all I ask. It's absolutely free. But if you'd like to give us money, we'll we'll take that. I want to get to 666 patrons. God darn, I got it. Yeah, we're going to get there and then we're going to do, do something, something stupid. stupid. We're going to do our evil episode. We're all going to grow fake beards and uh, conspire to kill Captain Jeffy, Kirk. Jeffy, I, I, have, I, have I have a very quick thing that I have to say about growing fake beards. Yeah. Uh, on, on Halloween... I I went as my friend Zach McCune. Oh, delicious! Yeah, McCune. I went I went I went to his house uh, and I dressed as him. And he has a distinctive <laughs> facial hair arrangement. And and but I decided to dress as him after I had fully shaved my face after like a week and a half of not shaving. <laughs> and so yeah. I could have had his facial hair configuration shaved into my face, but. I shaved my entire face first, and so I had to go to Walgreens and buy an eyebrow pencil and draw 
a beard on myself. <laughs> the end. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. Gonna in episode do 666. In episode 666. We're all going to have fake beards yeah. shown on with eyebrow pencils. And you're not going to see it, but you'll hear you'll feel the it. difference in you'll our voices. It. You'll feel it. You'll you'll hear it in your ears and feel it in your we're heart. All be Zach I'll be somebody's beard. Sure. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I want I want to sneak in a quick recommendation thing that I forgot about. I'm in the but... middle of my outro. God <laughs> damn it! You're the one care. who's like, we gotta be I in a don't rush care. here. <laughs> I don't care. This will excite Brandon. I love Steph. Um, that excites. So Rich Whitehouse, who works with me at the foundation and and is an amazing uh, game engineer, uh, released the first Jaguar emulator today that actually does everything right and plays all the games. Oh so, yes, uh, RichWhitehouse.com. Uh, what's really cool about it though is that he was paid to make this for that uh, Digital Eclipse collection, and as part of his contract, he was able to release it on the internet. That's good. That's really fucking cool. Now I can finally recommend people. Jaguar games. Yeah, okay. That's like the industry giving back. Uh, Next way. episode, uh, we got to talk about Jaguar games. Well, I've never. All I want to talk about Jaguar games. Yeah, don't include me on that one either. <laughs> that's fine. You, you're not invited back for at least two episodes. We got to space anyway, it out. I will stop. I will stop scrolling Twitter until you're done with your outro. Yes, please do. Uh, you can also join us on forums.insertcredit.com where you can submit your own violent silent matchups and create lifelong friendships between video game characters who would otherwise never meet you could look for insert credit on youtube and i think that tiktok's happening any day now yeah any day now wait Gonna i have one happen. more suggestion i'm <laughs> oh. sorry i'm sorry jaffy i'm sorry ashley parish i swear to christ go ahead if you're in georgia go vote oh yeah, yes go vote yeah hey, vote absolutely. for the good one yeah, please you know what? that was that yeah, was right go, you're go right vote. do the right do vote. the right vote. yeah yeah no, no, but, but, but by which I don't mean right. Oh, God. Do the, the, do do the, the good left vote. vote. Cut that part good, okay. Correct. <laughs> yeah, uh, vote for the Reverend in this case. Uh, this show is edited by Esper Quinn. <laughs> original music by Kurt Feldman. I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Cipolli. I'm Brandon Sheffield. I'm Ash Parrish. And keep reaching for the stars, but keep your hands off Rosalina. It's like the Hall of Presidents where they like swap one out when when everyone falls in the rankings. <laughs> <laughs>